When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome, welcome to episode two of Three Birds and a Punt. I am one of the co-hosts. My name is Stephanie, and I'm joined by my friends Whip and John. Say hello, guys. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome, welcome. All right. Make sure to follow us at Three Birds underscore N underscore A underscore Punt on Twitter. Please hit that subscribe button to get more Eagles content from three very passionate fans giving to you really raw. Before we get started, um, we want to just take our time to say our condolences to a good friend of Whip and John's who recently passed away. I know they wanted to give some space to say some words. Yeah, um, this is Whip. Hello, everybody out there. Um, I want to give my condolences to a good, good friend of mine that me and John lost when we was with TFJ 101 Sports. Our friend Gregory Black, um, he was the head of the wrestling department on our sports website. Um, Bro, I heard the news about you. I know you can hear me. I love you. I miss you already. And we will meet again. My condolences to his family and to everybody who knew this guy and loved him. He was a great, great man and will surely be missed. I love you, Greg. John? Greg was, he was a great individual, like outside of sports and everything. Like he was such a funny guy. Um, such a personality, man. He he was such a special person. And I uh, hope he rests in paradise. Uh, God bless you and your family. And uh, we suffered a significant loss. Yeah, we did, man. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, thank you guys for those very kind words. And absolutely anybody who is, you know, dealing with loss and struggling during these tough times, you know, hopefully you can find a space where you can feel connected and welcome with somebody. That's why we're here for this Three Birds. That's why we created this program so that we can come together and enjoy, and enjoy our love of the Eagles and our love of sports um, so we can find a community for for healing in these tough times. So so I want to I want to kind of go along with that and let's just jump right into to the content today guys right. so we're talking um the reinforcements incoming okay we have Fogon, we have dallas and we have Jalen. i want to hear how you guys feel about these new weapons carson's gonna get for the game go ahead john you first bro i'm excited honestly we have a, a nice youth movement growing within the eagles it's been a long time coming we 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 were one of the older teams in the league. Now we feel one of the youngest teams. And I think um, it was kind of, we were, we were in dire straits. We looked at this Eagles team as a big failure. But from that rose some really great things. Uh, Travis Fogelman emerged and getting the opportunity. Uh, Greg Ward, the, the, the list goes on and on. There's some young guys that have really stepped up. Um, Jack Driscoll, um, Nate Herbig, those guys have really stepped in and played a major role into the resurgence of this team. And we sit in first place heading into Sunday night football in a good spot. Now we just get 
if if the injury guys will just be on our side going forward, I think we'll have a good second half of the year. Absolutely. I think, John, that's a that's a really good point you're making. You know, um, we've been injured. We've had, I think, these past three years, ever since the Super Bowl year, we've had really devastating injuries to, you know, most teams can handle one injury in one position. We've had devastating injuries to the entire positional group, right? Last year was the wide receivers. This year is the O-lines, the tight ends. You know, we're just having these injuries that we're having to overcome and the, the talent just hasn't been there. So it has been great to find out that we have like such a huge uh, uh, gem on our hands and fold them because this is a guy that no matter if he's open or not, he's going up and he's getting these contested balls for Carson. And that's something that we haven't had on this team since Alshon. And he's been too hurt to be productive at all, right? I think we could all say that. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's great that we we can have a a, a huge tall guy. This is who Fulton was who they drafted JJ to be. And clearly, you know, he hasn't lived up to that potential. So so I'm glad that we were able to kind of find somebody else to kind of get those 50-50 balls. Because Carson will chuck it up there. You know, he just has the comp he just has to have the confidence that somebody's gonna get it. And so I'm 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 happy for him. And I'm also happy that that Dallas is coming back because you know I I like Dick Rod I'm happy Dick Rod's there <laughs> but 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 we need better blocking our O line is bad Dallas is our best blocking tight end and we really really need him um, especially to kind of get these running backs unleashed without Miles I agree uh, yep. my take on Travis Fogum is this guys can you guys even fathom the fact that the Detroit Lions and Green Bay had an opportunity to have this dude on their roster and they let him go. Mm. Like yeah. that, that like boggles my mind. Every Absolutely. I look at this kid play. Um, it's, it's, it, 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 it's just mind blowing that this guy had just come out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And now he is Carson Wentz number one target. Right. Okay. And thank God that the football guys, gave this young man to us because man who just imagine if we didn't have Fogum on this team right now absolutely we wouldn't be we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be where we were we would probably be um oh and six if I, I if I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest those two wins don't happen without Fogum oh most definitely and we can't forget about Greg Ward man that that dude is the new Jason Avant the 20 yes okay um I, I I love this young nucleus receivers that we have um Carson has become more confident in these receivers, these guys, yes. as I call them. And like you said, Steph, thank God that Dallas Goddard is back. He is our best blocking tight end. We definitely need him for tonight's game. And all in all, man, it's, it's, it's just a blessing to have that type of young talent back on the field. And most right. of all, Dylan Rager is back. Right. And that's who I'm looking forward to seeing. Weapon X. Correct. So yeah. I I'm, I am ecstatic about it. I am I, I am so so happy to see what Carson can do with this young team tonight. I, I mean, think about think about this real quick. He he can throw the ball to Jalen. He can throw it to Dallas. He can throw it to Fogum or War or right. Howard. <laughs> right, and then out the backfield, he can even throw it to to Boston. Boston. You know, because he's got some speed over there. Correct. Uh, in in the backfield, and I think and I think what is great coming up is that. Jalen, since since Deshaun is out, 
Jalen's going to be in the, the Z position, and he should be able to get all those targets John Howtower was getting. And we can be pretty clear that Jalen's probably going to catch those balls that John was missing, right? So I really think that we are actually going to actually start to see some explosive offense. The thing that we've all been waiting for, the number one component of any West Coast, West Coast offense is, is that down-the-field threat, and we haven't had it in a very long time. So I, I'm so eager for, for what that's going to do because Carson is a playmaker. He is not built to dink and dunk the ball down the field. He is built for huge chunk plays. He's built for, um, um, you know, changing the course of the game in a second. That's why he comes out and gives us his best work in the fourth quarter. I agree. And keep in mind, keep in mind, you also got to factor in the fact too, Steph, that we also got to keep our eye out on this O-line today. Absolutely. We, we, we need to know for a fact that this O-line can hold up to get Carson, an opportunity to throw the deep ball to Regger. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, even though Dallas banged up on their O-line just like us, but keep in mind, guys, they still got a great uh, front four. Okay? Mm-hmm. They, they still get to, to the quarterback. So, we have to keep that in mind. So, my whole thing is this. With this young team, Carson has become a brand new quarterback in my eyes. Agreed. Okay. I agree. You agree with that, right? It's I like, agree. Now, with Fogum, <laughs> here's the thing. This, this is the beautiful thing about it all, too. Now, teams got to pay attention to Travis Fogum. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. You pay attention to him, now you got to prepare for Jalen Rager, who you haven't seen since week one. Yep. Okay? So, this is going to be a must-watch game tonight. I'm looking forward to it. And, and I just can't wait to see what this young receiving core can do tonight right it's been a very long time and i think john you could you could probably speak to this too since carson has had some reliable receivers that he could trust we've really been working out of 12 personnel but since the uh since 2017 the super bowl year why is that because we had no reliable wide receivers that carson could rely on so now that we actually can use 11 personnel now that we can actually have three wideouts we can trust in travis jalen and in greg ward you know now that gives that opens up our playbook so much wider than it was before when we really couldn't do too much outside of 12 personnel. What do you think, John? That's true. It also allows Carson to sit back and find the open receiver. He was forcing the ball early in the season. Absolutely. He forced the ball way too much early in the season. And even even as, as far as that Giants game, like we 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 were on the edge of our seats, uh, and some of the throws are a little baffling. But there's times where he looks brilliant, right? And I think the emergence of the young guys more getting more reps in with the starters learning the playbook. I think everything with Joe, it, it, it's such a weird season. But I, I think those young guys stepping up would be huge. And I think Jalen Wigger is going to have a breakout game against a team he grew up idolizing against. He went to TCU, which is Fort Worth is the next town over from Dallas. So he knows, oh, really? knows he has a personal vendetta to set tonight. And I, I, I'm excited to see it. My, my my whole thing is it goes back to what I said a few minutes ago. Everything sounds like candy, guys. It sounds sounds great, right? We all looking forward to it. Yeah. O line don't protect Carson today. 
we're going to have another Giants game. I'm being honest with you. Right. Keep no, it's mind. true. We all flow through the old line. Correct. Keep in mind, Dallas is injured and they desperate. Okay. Right. All right. So they still have a player by the name of Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. All right. Now he has not been himself. Okay. We all know what he can do. Mm-hmm. All right. And we all also we all in agreement that this man loves to destroy the Eagles every time he play him, right or wrong. Oh yeah, he'll get up for us and nobody else. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> he, he take this Eagles Dallas rivalry just as much as the Eagle fans love to look forward to uh Dallas week. Absolutely. Keep mm-hmm. it in mind, guys. But the O line here is the reason why Carson and these young guns will play perfect today. But without that O line being perfect. We're going to have a hell of a game, and we may have issues without that O-line protecting Carson. You know, I honestly think I'm a little bit more concerned about the right side of the line today because they're going up against Demarcus Lawrence. They're, that's pretty much the only pass rusher they have on the yeah. Dallas side of the ball. And 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 with Lane a little gimpy and um, um, Malata having never really been be more comfortable on the left and the right, I'm, 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 I'm going to be looking at that matchup. Well, they still got Aldon Smith, too, so... He he's a monster. Okay, that's true. That's true. Dude, this dude been out of the league for five years, and when he came back, he already made an impact that fast. And right, he wasn't getting all the snaps though. Right, but but they traded away Everson Griffin, who who logged the most snaps. For no, you guys are right. You know what? And I think we can continue to talk about that even a little bit further along in the segment. But let's like right now, let's go on to how you feel about the. Eagles roster changes, right? Because we've had some changes to our roster. You're talking about the O-line. You're talking about, you know, these these positional groups that we're concerned about. For me and my issue, we have Nate Gary. He's going to IR. So what are we doing on the linebackers? What are we, how are we supposed to be um, preparing for Ezekiel Elliott? Um, Because we're going to need those linebackers to play really well against the run. So what do you guys think? What do you think of the roster changes? here's, Here's how I see it. All I want to do is see Davion Taylor play. Mm-hmm. I want to see Sean Bradley play. Right. EJ Edwards play. And most of all, I want to see Alex Singleton play. Alex Singleton play. I'm telling you, thank God <laughs> <laughs> Nate Gary is on the IR. You know, please. Maybe, maybe Jim Schwartz will now finally see what his young linebacker core is made of. Okay. Yes. I agree. Now, listen, guys, this is the only podcast where you can get this type of in-depth content. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our channel, Three Birds and a Punt. And please like us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Three Birds underscore N underscore A underscore Punt. Because we are giving you the in-depth. We know names. We know position groups. We know numbers. We're giving you all that good content and more. So, so what you say? So what you saying, Whip? You you want to see Alex Singleton? You want to see you want to see the linebackers? I want I want to see these young dudes ball. I want to see them ball. I know for a fact, Sean Bradley is a Temple native. I know right. the Temple brain. South Jersey. Okay. All right. Davion Tiller is a dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now that that man is on IR. 
Jim Schwartz don't have no other choice but to play these young boys. Right. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what TJ Edwards can do. You know, he was on IR for these past three games, and I thought he's our best run stopper uh, at linebacker. So I, I like the, the matchup of having Alex Singleton, you know, come out there. He's a very good blitzer. He's, he's a short tackler. He's got great hands. I like to see, you know, TJ Edwards come play the run, very stout, you know, turn everything inside. Don't give up any edges. And I want to see some speed. I hope Sean Bradley and, and Davion Taylor, they're supposed to be very fast guys. I want oh, to see are. them using their speed sideline to sideline to keep some of these edge rushes out the way. Steph, I, I, I can tell you from experience because I was dissecting the game. Davion Taylor is fast as hell. Yeah. Yeah, he is. You saw my special teams? Yeah, yeah I mean, he'd be I mean, the first one like, down there. Yeah, yo, and he broke. Listen, man, listen. I am telling you, Jim Schwartz got to know how to utilize these damn linebackers because, mm-hmm. guys, I am telling you, I think we got something here. I think you, we got something here. You know what I think it is? And, and I've been thinking about how Jim likes his players to be. And it's like, he doesn't care if they're talented. He cares about their attitude. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but our most yeah. talented defensive weapons have been jettisoned. They're gone. They're, yeah. Jordan Hicks is doing bangers out in Arizona. A Kamaje is doing good out in um, um, at, with the Dolphins. You got Sidney Jones doing well uh, wherever he's at. You got Rosul Douglas doing well with the Panthers, right? Yeah. Those are talented players, but maybe confidence was here or there with them, right? But now we have, who do we have? We have Nate Gary. He's always on the field. That motherfucker can't play for shit. What is he, though? He's a Jim guy. He's confident. You got Jalen Mills. I love Jalen. But we all know he's not a cornerback. We all know he should not be out there finger-wagging while he's giving up all these big chunk plays. And yet, he, what do we do? We just move them to safety as if that was going to change anything. I've never been a fan of Jalen Mills. John can tell you that. Like, right. Yeah, John, that's why he's laughing. He, listen, I am not a fan of Jalen Mills. I, I don't like the green hair thing. You know, I'm not with that. You know, booty. Green Goblin. See, no, I, yeah, like, I, I will. like his confidence. I like his swag, but yeah. he doesn't I, play very well. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't have that type of swag, Steph, if you don't play well. It's true. You know what I mean? I just listen, dig it. I go as far as to say this, and John, you gonna laugh, and 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 Steph, you gonna laugh because y'all know I'm the Scrooge of the family. So yes, I'm, you are. <laughs> I can see if that man was making hella plays every other, you know, every every week, mm-hmm. and he got every opportunity to swag a damn finger. But you don't, you right? Don't, you don't do. You don't deserve to do that, bro. Every time the ball goes over his head, he 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 does his little wing finger swag. I'm like, Jalen, nobody caught that ball. What are you talking <laughs> about, bro? Like, dude, what are you doing, bro? Like, like, what's the purpose of that? And here's another thing. Like, I notice a lot of a lot, not just the Eagles, a lot of NFL players do that. These guys don't even make plays and they pose it. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, what the heck? What play did you just make for you to give us that muscular pose? That's right. true. Oh, it bothers me, guys. It bothers. No, it's it's very true. I, and but you know, I, I think that's the thing that that Jim is into. He's into these guys that are going to be. It doesn't matter if they get beat. It doesn't matter if they give up a big play, big chunk. They're going to come back and they're still going to compete. They're going to have that one play mentality. So so I I feel like he's looking for those types of individuals, the mental mindset more than like scheme or talent. And it's so frustrating because everybody can see on the field that defense. We don't have great talent. And that's why he got one foot out the door now because of the way that he's thinking. Because uh, if you got talent and you know that that person is talented and you're looking for somebody to be a yes man, 
a yes man, I should say, you on the wrong team, bro. Right. Yeah. I wish I wish Jim were on the on the on the bat on the hot seat, but I, I I can't see it. You know, I I just I just see the way that we constantly go after players that he likes. Like the way that I see the team, and we look at the roster, we look at the makeup of the team. I see. How we always gets Jim's guys on the defense. How we never gets uh, Doug's guys on the offense. He tells Doug, make it work. He tells Jim, whatever you need. That's, That's how true. I see That's a good assessment. That's a very good assessment. Because why is JJ there? Why? What is what is JJ? What has JJ been giving us? What was Shelton Gibson giving us? What was Donnell Pumphrey giving us? Great. I, I, you know, I. <laughs> so listen, I don't know if you guys know, but I, I was literally in the front seat in the 2017 draft in Philly. Oh yeah, yeah, too. yeah. Me hey, too. Yeah, we covered it live. Oh, that's yo. That's we covered it live. Yeah. So check. Yeah, we did cover it live, and. I remember when Pumphrey was picked, man. I, said, I know, I hated the, the pick. I said, what the shit biscuits is this? We still have Sproles. <laughs> um, yes, they were like the the next mini Sproles. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. This early? That early? At that, at that pick? Well, guess what, man? Maybe this is a sign to come that if the, listen, if the Eagles lose tonight's game against Dallas, right? this is just what I believe. If they lose to Dallas today, Jim Schwartz is done. Oh, man, I hope so. Because if you let a seventh-round rookie QB, I don't care I don't care what weapons he has. I don't care if it was Randy Moss out there with that young bull. If, if Jim lets this man get any time, go off on us, he needs to be fired today. Immediately. He's... You know what it is though? He's really bad at adjusting on the fly. On the fly. Mm. like the Steelers game. You clearly yeah. see they have three receivers, but you stay in base personnel and zone. So you let your linebacker cover the hot hand of that team out of the slot. Right. right. In the red zone. Like what the heck right. are you doing? As a coach, your job is to roll coverage to that. You roll coverage to that side. That's the field side. Right. Why in God's earth would you ever leave a linebacker on a slot receiver? Mind you, the guy that's been killing you all game. I right. Exactly. No adjustments. No, 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 nothing. You know, we, we, this is the last shot to win this game. You can tell by that formation that they have a matchup advantage. And you're going to come with some weak shit. Oh, the head coach does times out. They like to keep those. Motherfucker, what? you run the defense. You're the head coach on the defense. We all know it. If you needed a timeout to get these guys aligned right, mm-hmm. Doug would have given you a timeout to get these guys aligned right. And keep right. in mind, guys, if you really want to really go there, Damn, Claypool could have had five touchdowns if you really want to be technical about it. That's interference. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, Jim Schwartz, man, that's where I'm going with it, Steph. Where? (laughs) He he needs to be fired. Yeah. Hell out of here. If he very true. If that man lose to the Cowboys tonight, guys, 
I am telling you right now, I am calling for the firing of Jim Schwartz immediately. I'm glad that you are on my uh, wavelength because I've been one of that guy fired, okay? I, I don't like the fact that he'll try to tell you that giving up yards isn't important. It's about how many points we score. Okay, well, if your, um, of your, your measure for success is how many points the other defense scores and you try to keep... Uh, the deep, um, the the offense, excuse me, the other offense, to to less than twenty points scored per game. How's that looking this year? I I've seen every single team, even the lowly Giants, have scored more than twenty points on us. That's unacceptable to me. I agree. I agree. All right, y'all. So 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 that is the roster change segment again we are giving it to you guys hot and straight from three very passionate fans if you like what you hear please follow us at at three birds underscore n underscore a underscore punt on twitter please hit that subscribe button and follow us on spotify and apple for all your podcast content so right now let's get into what's going on on special teams okay because i have some concerns with the way special teams has been looking especially with jake how y'all feel man oh god so i'm so glad you brought this topic up because jake elliott man this is the only time y'all gonna hear me say this <laughs> okay. When it comes to Jason Peters, because y'all know I can't stand that bastard. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. But can we get Jason Peters to scare the bejesus out of Jake Elliott one more time so he can start making damn field goals again? Every, Please. After that, he made every field goal. I don't think he Please. Made for the rest of the fight. <laughs> he he may he may need to go into where he at in his locker before this game start tonight. Pull him in a corner and say, "Let's see here, you little bastard. Miss <laughs> any more field goals? I'm running your pockets. I'm getting that. <laughs> All right, because when he told him that <laughs> in 2017, that man looked like he done seen the ghost of Jesus Christ. Yes, <laughs> yes. Or somebody in, in in his eyes. He seen something because John, you remember his face? He was scared as hell. He, he was. Scared. He was like, "You're right. You're right." <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man, look, dude. And ever since Jason Peters scared him, he ain't missing not a near field goal again after that. I after think the last, his last miss that year was in the Super Bowl, the extra point. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, but I'm, yeah, I understand that. But by no, that, no, no. I think, but I think to John's point, he's saying that it worked. It did work. Yeah, it did yeah, work. But yeah, he was there. You get what I'm saying? We made the Super Bowl. And he he played a major part in it. You get what I'm saying? Right. You, listen, you know it would fly when he he kicked a 61 yarder because of what Jason Peters said to him. Right. <laughs> and you know what's so weird to me, guys, is that if you look at Jake's career with us, he used to be money on the 50 yards and out. Like if you yeah. if you put him 50 yards and out, he's he's money. But then 30 to 40 range, he would miss more of the 30 to 40 range. Than the, than the 40 to 50 range uh, field goals. But to miss a 29 yarder, which is basically an extra point? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 Jake. I can't accept that. You you look at the way that, the, that uh, excuse me, all the close games that we've been in have gone, and they're a field goal away from being win. And each and every single game that we're a field goal away from a win or a loss, Jake missed the field goal. I agree. That I have a problem with. If we had ended up losing that Giants game, that field goal that Jake missed at the end of the half is going to be a big reason why. Because we've had opportunities to get points 
on the board and for some reason we're not utilizing it. I don't know if it's because Jake's leg is cold because we're going for more two-point conversions than 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 extra points. I don't know if if there's something mentally going on. He's got the yips. They seem to always fade far wide right. So I don't know if that's a mental thing or or just that a third. We just gave him a new contract. Um, we're locked in for the next three, four years. He's got a huge cap number, so we can't cut him. You know, he's not very tradable. Something, something's got to give. I, I tell you what, man. I, I don't know if these numbers is correct, but I believe he has missed four or five field goals on a year already. Correct. Yeah. He's eight of twelve. Yeah. He's eight of twelve. Christ, man. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, hey, look. I'm a big guy, man. Let send me down there. I scared. <laughs> right. Like seriously, man. Like this is ridiculous, man. Yeah. You know, if this this man needs to get his shit together. Period point blank. You know what I think also though? Maybe he was overworked in camp. Because they had mm. him kicking the entire camp. They didn't usually they bring did. in another leg to, to I think because with the short off season, I think they just had him kick to get into a rhythm, but I think it may have done a disservice to him. Cause he was making everything in practice from any, anywhere. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the big thing is that if you li- if you listen to the reports in practice, everybody does well in practice. But then when it comes to the game, they just they just don't quite have it. And I and I and I don't want to just call out Jake here. I have issues with the entire special teams component. Right. If you yeah. look at it, our starting field position on 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 any given play is like the twenty to twenty five yard line. That's unacceptable. We're a bad team. We need to be starting at the 30, 35 yard line. We need to be gaining as much extra yardage as we can. And yet we don't have good enough returners for that. Even um, Cameron Johnson, who's usually a very short-handed punter, has been really kind of like having these terrible punts where they're, they're, the, the ball's been dropping around the 30, not the not the, not the the 20, not the 10, and, yeah. and I don't like it. Do you know, I, yo, do you know he holds the career net average for uh, largest net? Yes. Points? Yes. And it doesn't make, so it doesn't make sense to me why some of his punts have been so short recently. Especially in that Giants game, that one I was yes. like, ooh, when we were backed up and they got it at like our like forty-seven yard line. I was like, exactly. There is something in the water when it comes to the special team this year. Especially, mm-hmm. there is something going on, guys. Maybe the protection. Well, you know what I, you know what I was was hearing, and I think there was probably a correlation because we've had so many injuries. All of our normal uh, special teams people have been called up to actually play in the game, and so that I think is weakening the special teams unit overall because they're having to to do both, and they're not like they're more skilled on special teams than they are on the actual offense or defense, but. They they're needed more on the offense and defense, so we have to pick up scrubs for the special teams. Yeah, yeah and they're probably winded, tired. Right. Still no excuse, though, guys. No, no, no excuse. excuse. I'm not no going to sit here and say because they're 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 paid NFL players. Their their conditioning should be on point. That, that but makes- I am thinking that 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 could be a correlation to it. Like maybe they just don't have the. Like, how much time, and this is the one thing that I used to love about Chip Kelly, right? He knew how important the position, he may not have understood situational football, but he knew how important special teams was, and he knew how important field position was to to, to start your drive. So he was always monitoring special teams. He would spend all that time when they would do the special teams portion. He wouldn't go off to the offensive guy. He would watch them on special teams. And I want to know, is Doug doing the same thing? Is Doug deep? 
curtailing the work on special teams uh, he, he, the way that he mind. should be, or he, is he delegating it? That man, listen, that man get paid money to do one thing and one thing only, yeah. to make field goals, man. Okay? You can't miss a field goal when you would 29 yards, 20 right. yards. Like, seriously, bro? No, it's true. No, I think nobody holding him accountable. After he got that contract, it's like he's untouchable. I what they, mean, they need to hold him accountable because this is this is complete BS. And right. if the team is going to make a long run, they need field goals. Period. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Period. Point blank. We need field goals. So, y'all, all right. I hope y'all like that segment. Again, that's the only... This podcast is the only type of podcast that's going to go into the nitty-gritty of the team because we're passionate fans and we really care about the product that's being placed on the field. So if you like what you're hearing, please... Uh, follow us at three birds underscore n underscore a underscore punt on Twitter. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on Spotify and Apple for more uh, Eagles content. So right now we're going to be getting to our last segment of the day. Let's talk about the keys to the game. And I also want to know what do you guys feel about the college prospects we should be keeping an eye on? on? I know it was a big uh, college game day last uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know who you guys are looking at. Well, that's so let me let me let me let me start this one off. The key okay. thing for me for the Eagles versus Dallas tonight, Sunday night football, is the offensive line and how how well they protect Carson Wentz. And mm, okay. I want to also see if if Carson feel confident now that Reger is back to throw that walk into one bond. Okay. You know, but um my countless prospects to watch for. Um I've been checking it out. I'm going to go with Penn State linebacker Makai. I mean, not Makai, Micah Parsons. Yeah. Okay. 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 That that dude is a beast. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll this year, though. Yeah, he, he's a beast. First rounder all day. It's 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 one hell of a long shot, especially with the Eagles draft history when it comes to linebackers. Mm-hmm. I mean, what can I say about this kid? Parsons is a generational player. Mm-hmm. The dude racked up 191 tackles, guys. 100. Wow. Tackles. Yeah. 19 of them was for losses. Oh, okay. 6.5 sacks, and he has six forced fumbles. <laughs> six forced fumbles. And middle linebacker. Correct. Okay. Now, but but once again, once again, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're talking about Howie asshole Roseman here. True. <laughs> Did I mention that Parsons was named the Buckets Fitzgerald linebacker of the year as well? Exactly, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, okay. Dude, dude is a monster now. In my in my in my second prospect that I've been looking for is um, Wake Forest defensive and Carlos Basin. Well, yeah, he's a beast. All right. Now, that's the type of dude Howie Roseman feast on. He he loves those DEs. We all mm-hmm. Okay. All right. He loves the line. Correct. Especially with Graham and Barnett coming up with, you know, possibly somebody going ain't going to be here next year. So, True. that's the type. He's the type of defensive end that Howie Roseman is going crazy for it, all right? The dude is a monster. He is a monster off the edge, I am here to tell you right now. This dude is a, a, is a top five potential pick. Wow. All right. How about you, John? What do you what do you feel like the keys to the game or or what are some college prospects that you're you're keeping an eye on? I have a great one. I have a great one. And this is a kid that's on, he's on one of the best teams in college football. They had a scare yesterday. Um, this kid is Travis ATN, running back from mm-hmm. University Clemson University. This guy became the ACC all-time leading rusher. So when you think about the ACC, 
there's been some good rushes in the past. Uh, mm. He broke Doke Walker's record for he. This kid has 46, six, 4644 career mm. rushing yards. Wow, five touchdowns, and has over a hundred catches for a thousand yards and eight receiving. Touchdowns. Wow! So this guy, he's six one two ten, runs a four four forty. People, all the focus is on Trevor yeah, Lawrence. Trevor right. Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. This guy has been the glue. This guy has been that offense. This is the, this is the reason they made the national championship and have stayed there. This guy mm. is somebody that I can see the Eagles getting pairing with Miles Sanders. Okay. And being um, an amazing, amazing one-two combo. A good change of pace back. Somebody can you have on the field with them. Wow. Okay, that's what's up. And what do you feel like your your keys to the game? Or do you got any other college prospects? I have one more college prospect. Um, We have seen our fair share of attrition this year on the offensive line. And Notre Dame, they have a left tackle named Etchberg. He's a three-time All-American. First- Okay. Grade. This guy is 6'7, 350, runs a, a sub 540. That's a dude you could play. He could play tackle and guard. But he, he, mm. he basically first. Nice. We need that. We need that. Right. And that's what that's what um Stoutland likes. He likes versatile guys on the line. That's a guy in the, the line. Not shooting ourselves on the foot, getting off the field on third down, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, watching out for their dumb draw. Like the, the Cowboys, they run that stupid draw with Zeke Elliott or Tony Pollard. I'm afraid of Pollard this game because Pollard is like mm-hmm. to take I a screen agree. to the house. I and I, I uh, right, no, that's so true, you know. Um, I, I, unlike my my co-host uh, Whip and John, I'm not as well versed on the the college prospect scene. I know, I know, I gotta get better. I gotta watch my college sports on, on Saturday, um, so I don't really have that many prospects to watch other than the the big names, right? Justin Fields, I heard he had a great game. He, I think he only has like two incompletions wow. so far, or something like that at the time. So that's out of control. You know, we heard you know Trevor Lawrence got COVID, so so that's gonna be something to to look out for and i and i have been hearing some um some first round rumors about uh the north dakota quarterback trey um, lance trey lance that's my boy too trey lance, lance is amazing. trey lance which is which is interesting to me that that now that carson's come out of that school people are now paying attention to to some of the the way that they um run their 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 team with a with a sort of pro offensive style and they really like Trey Lance. So so those are some of the some of the QB names that I'm always looking out for. I'm always looking out for QB1. Um in terms of my keys to the game, to me, it's gonna be the defense um and the defensive line in particular. And and here's and here's why. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys are playing with an entirely new line other than Zach Martin, who's a right guard. Okay. So that means the center is new, the, the tackles are new, and one of the guards are new. The 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 QB is a backup, okay? Um he's a seventh round rookie. Okay. I don't and, and so so far, basically you can say other than Zeke Elliott, 
uh, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup, that's the only people who have any chances of hurting us in this game, unless the defense shits the bet. I agree. This should be a game that the defense controls for an entire 60 minutes. I'm honestly really concerned with the interior pressure we've been getting. I So far, I think Jalen Hargrave has been a complete dud because he's given us nothing. So I'm really happy Malik Jackson is back because obviously Malik Jackson has been playing out of his mind. I'm even honestly a little concerned with Fletcher Cox because... I haven't seen the type of dominance that I'm used to seeing. And yeah, okay, you'll tell me, oh, he's getting double teamed. Oh, he's getting double teamed. If you look really close, Malik and, Jackson's and, and, getting and Malik more Jackson than double is balling teams way now. better than uh, Fletcher this year. Exactly. I don't want to say I don't, I don't want to say the quiet part out loud, but y'all, we may need to be concerned with what Fletcher Cox is doing. And for the guy that is the highest played paid player on the team to not be uh living up to his contract cool. is a little concerning so and and that's where all the money yep. is the money is on our lines so if they're not doing well i'm concerned so that is my key to the game my biggest key to the I game agree. is what the defense I is going to do all right guys that is all the time we have today we are three birds and a punt Again, if you liked what you hear, you like the content that we're given, please follow us at at three birds underscore N underscore A underscore punt on Twitter. My name is Stephanie. You can follow me personally um, on Twitter at at Afranawa. I'm joined with my my friend John. My Twitter Whip. account. This Let is Whip. Mine is according to Whip on Twitter. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Uh, my Twitter account is John Monroe Jr. All right. And again, we are three birds and a punt. Please follow us on Twitter. Again, that is at three birds underscore N underscore A underscore punt. Please uh, subscribe to our channel on Spotify, on Apple, on Anchor, and you will continue to see more good content from us. We like to release our shows every Thursday, um sunday and monday so if you like what you hear please tune in and we'll be back very soon to recap the game and let you go birds go birds go birds everybody to episode three of three birds and a punt i am one of the co-hosts stephanie i'm joined with my friends john and whip say hey Hey, welcome. What it do, crew? All right. We are Three Birds and a Punt. Please follow us on Twitter at Three Birds underscore N underscore A underscore Punt. Please hit that subscribe button if you like what you're here. We are three passionate fans giving it to you raw, letting you know what was going on. Let's recap that Dallas Giant uh, Eagles game. Uh, what the fuck was that? Okay. Because I need to know what is Carson and what is Doug really doing. That offensive effort was offensive. How you feel, John? All the all the great plays that we made in that game was negated by just dumb decisions by Carson. Yes. If you think exactly. about it, all, like Boston Scott ran ran the ball really well. The run run blocking was awesome. There were holes. Um, young receivers were involved in the game, but Carson too many dumb costly penalties. The two, I mean, decisions. The two holding onto the ball, losing the fumble. Holding on to the ball, getting sacked, losing the ball. The first interception was eh, the second interception was horrible. 
Right. You're in plus territory. Why would you throw to your receiver to try? And then, and then after the game, say, "Oh yeah, I just want to give him a chance to make a play." With two defenders and a defender, tra- he's trailing the two defenders. So you're gonna throw to a spot in the end zone where there's a defender that has the, the leverage to the ball. Like that makes no sense. But believe it or not, I felt like I felt like Diggs made a great play on the ball, but I agree with you. I wouldn't have thrown it was double covered. Like Jalen Rager just came back. I think even in that play where he threw the double cover, maybe I'm wrong. He might have had Boston open um on a on a on yeah, an open. out. Like, like it's open on a on a slide route. Right, right. So there are other options, and I agree with you. Like uh, to me, I'm just really sick of the dumb decisions that Carson will make during a game. Like it, at this particular point in time, I'm over the excuses. I'm over the the I have to be better. Oh, I know I can be better. Then then be better because okay, I will excuse the interceptions. Like the first one, we could call that the 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 win. You know, the second one, the the, the guy made a great play, football, football, whatever. But those fumbles, those fumbles were on Carson. He has lost fifty five fumbles in five years. That's unacceptable to me. The 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 first one. Bro, who are you getting ready to launch that ball to? There was nobody on that side of the field. It was a, it was a two receiver route. <laughs> like just throw the fucking ball away. And the second one, okay, I, I hated the play call from the beginning because you broke the huddle lead. You had three seconds left. You didn't have enough time to get protection ready. You didn't read the 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 fifty five coming off hot, and he blasted you. Like that's that shit that gets your QB knocked out of the game. So I'm more upset with Doug for the play call on a fourth and three when you had no reason to even go for it on fourth down. Your defense is doing all the work. This guy can't, you know, Ben DiNucci can't do shit. Why are you going for it? Yeah, true. I agree. So here's my take on it. Um, Like the title of this episode, What the Fuck, Carson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... What I seen yesterday, man, is mind blowing. I'm saying to myself, what the hell happened to my quarterback, right. man? Like, seriously. And I'm looking at this dude with the play you just talked about, Steph. He was a dare right. in headlights. You, you you holding on the ball forever. You see that you first and foremost, you see mm-hmm. that he was blitzing and you stick. Why the hell you didn't just throw the ball away, bro? Like, what's the deal right, with this? Hero right, there's too much damn hero ball last night, and right. it wasn't needed. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. And, and Doug Peterson ain't no better. You, you, you are the reason why this man is not yes. who he is today. I, I honestly believe that. Okay, because the Carson Wentz that we used to, we, we, we all yeah. know what Carson yeah. can do. Okay, all right, we can go yeah. ask Frank Wright about that. Okay. All right. But Doug Peterson, for some apparent reason, is power hungry now. Mm. I really believe so. He, he didn't want to bring no offensive coach in here. And if he did, we don't know about it because you know Howie and the boys ain't going to tell us. No, shit. you know what? To okay. Me, to me, I think, I think, I think I, I get that sense of what you're talking about with a little power, hungry, but only because I, I have a feeling that they don't really give Doug enough credit in that room. Like if you think about it, the top three guys in the in the building is gonna be Howie, it's gonna be Jim, and then it's gonna be Doug. Yeah. 
And that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. He's the yeah. head coach. And he's the one who went toe-to-toe. Like, last time I checked, Jim Schwartz gave up the most yards ever in the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, and yet he has more prestige in that building than I think Doug does. And I think that is a part of this whole no need for an offensive coordinator type thing because he doesn't want to have more things undermined from him. Yeah, it's a good perspective. Well, guess what? Guess what? They need one like yeah. Now one one. I wish they had picked up Jim <laughs> yeah, Caldwell. Like I was really yeah, excited I like for them. that. I like them a lot. But you know, oh, it's like 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 like. I don't know, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Doug today been yeah. Doug. All right, like he he's. Not, yeah. Have y'all noticed that yo? Like if you challenge authority, yo. Doug can get at you. He yeah, get real right. nasty all of a sudden. And it, him and Carson came in the same time. Okay, right. that's his QB. Okay, Doug see Doug see how bad Carson is fucking up. Right. I mean, let's keep it a bean. He do. Okay, but you can't question his quarterback. Okay, because everybody in their grandma knew yesterday Carson nah, should have been back. Nah. Right I or wrong? I don't agree with that. I do. But only I because do. only because the way he been, who Jalen Hurts was not about to go out there and do man, not a damn thing. Maybe, maybe. Steph, Steph, at, at, Steph, at, at that particular time yesterday, the, the, the INTs and the fumbles, get a kid a chance for one time. Nah, just to see what he can nah. do. Okay? You 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 gotta nah, get big picture, Carson big picture wise, big picture wise, it doesn't make no sense. To, to you already know how Philly Philly is. If you had taken Carson out and you had put Jalen in, no matter what, like, no, 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 and 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 then every single time other than then that they're gonna be like yank him. They were already yelling yank him, yank him. And I think Doug did the right thing. He didn't because you're paying this man 125 million dollars guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you put him out of the field and you make him work through these fucking problems. Yep. And to his credit. He did, but he has to be a hundred percent better. And I'm gonna put that on Press Taylor. Like, what the fuck are you doing as a QB coach? That Carson has regressed so much. Like, I really think he needed John DeFilippo yeah. back because Press acts like a friend I, and not like a teacher. Yeah. Like, where's the detail of the work? That's exactly the issue. And um, John McMullen from uh, ESPN nine nine ten AM. He wrote an article in the off season about that relationship. And yep, I remember that. He article. actually, Press Taylor actually is good friends with Carson, and they go hunting and yep. things like that. So yep. it's hard when your superior he doesn't check him. Right, they're only a few years in age apart, so it isn't like you know Carson has this like authority. Like, oh my gosh, this guy's been through things. Like he, like I can actually listen to him because he's he actually has a real um um rep uh resume. He's only ever worked for the Eagles. Like Chip Chip Kelly picked him up doing um college scouting for his brother when when uh when um when Zach Taylor was working for the Dolphins. Like like. Like, that, so, those are not a resume that, that Carson can respect. So, the bigger question, guys, is who's going to hold him responsible? Doug needs to, honestly. Doug. And if Doug can't, and if Doug can't, we need to find another coach who will. Maybe, shit. but I don't know. No, I'm tired of this shit. I'm, and no. I did not think I'd be here where I would say that you could really talk me into to letting Doug go. Like, I didn't think I would be here, but I am. Because 
before you get rid of Carson, before you say that he's the he's the issue, he's the problem. I want to see what he does with a different coach who who actually works to maximize his talents and holds him accountable. I agree. I agree with that because Doug has not been himself. Like I said, man, Doug Peterson play calling yes. is horrific. Where now, um, defensive coordinators yeah. is knowing yeah. what the fuck he's doing. It's it's like we already know he going he gonna do that fairly shit like his book. He gonna go for it on fourth down. He come up with fucked up two point conversions. Yep. <laughs> that every I time understand. he gives the ball to Jalen like, Hurts on a two point conversion, I know it's not gonna work. Yeah. Every time. Like like and why do, why do you keep putting that uh, kid out there to get hurt, yeah, man? Like, so, he gonna hurt that so kid. Stupid. Like seriously. Like I, I don't get that, man. And that and that bothers me. Now that we on that topic, you listen. Has he even watched any of Jalen Hurts' college? It just don't feel like there's anything creative going on 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 that side of the ball, and it's just so frustrating. I would say he did. Howie is a fucking liar. I I, I wouldn't trust that guy. If he told me, if he was, if he told me he it was raining, I would go out there um in 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 a in a winter jacket okay because i will i wouldn't believe anything he fucking told me that guy that guy is a straight uh snake oil salesman but let's let's get into the the other part of the the team the defense okay and and guys i hope you are hitting that subscribe link i hope you are signing up for more of our three birds content follow us on twitter at three birds underscore n underscore a underscore punt let's get into to it what, what how do you feel about the defense do you do you think that um i think they held up their end of the bargain you know you're dealing with a with a seventh round pick a rookie and ben Venucci. you know all they needed to do was exactly what they did they they made him uncomfortable he didn't score any touchdowns and and they had him agitated all night what do you guys feel all right, so wait, wait before we before we even get into this to this topic because it's actually a great topic we going we going to start calling Danucci okay. Uncle Rico. Why? All right. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because the way that he <laughs> do that side, stop. <laughs> the way that you, he do that. You side know, ball, you know what's so it, freaking it, annoying to me? Um, instead of Uncle Rico, Chris Collinsworth was calling this man a a, a new Pat Mahomes. He kept saying, "Oh my gosh, look, Pat, look at Ben Danucci. He's throwing it sideways, just like Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes out here." I was like. Are you freaking stupid? This kid is not no damn Pat Ma- Patrick Mahomes. He's not even a costume poor man's Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, what is wrong with Chris Collinsworth? If Jerry Jones, if Jerry Jones pulled his pants down and told Collinsworth to kiss his ass, yeah. he would gladly yeah. do it on national television. You understand? Because this dude, for some apparent reason. He True. has it out for the Eagles. He don't like. The he Eagles. hates. I don't know every why, time he calls he our game. Okay. He loves when things go wrong for us, and I think yeah. that damn man's a jinx because the second he started talking about Carson turnovers, Carson started turning the ball over. I'm just saying that man has it in for us. Yeah, he do. Yeah, just yeah, like the do. Super Bowl when he was like, I don't know if Corey Clement caught that ball. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He knows that on what I was a catch. And he he himself should know. He had catches like that when he was at the Cincinnati Bengals. He needs to go sit his old ass down somewhere. He really does. I hate when he calls our game. Yeah. Well, on the yeah. defense side, though, guys, let's stick to it. Yes. TJ Edwards, can I just guy. say this for a second? He had 13 total tackles, 
two tackles for a loss, one quarterback hit, and one sack fumble. Whoa! Those are some badass numbers. Hell yeah. Listen, I, and, and, and I have to say this. Even with trade deadline coming up tomorrow, and real quick, guys, tomorrow is election day. Go Get vote. Your asses up Please and vote. go fucking vote. Please vote. Please vote. Okay? All right, if you sitting here, and we appreciate you sitting here listening to Three Birds and a Punch, we love the love, and we love y'all back, but we yes, rather you please, motherfuckers listen, go be in line and vote. While you vote. All right. And there you go. Yup. Put your earbuds in and enjoy. But, um, TJ Edwards, he no, pointed Alex out Singleton yesterday, but he wasn't the only total one. total tackles. I think right. that guy's a player. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But- Yes, two tackles for a loss, two quarterback hits, one sack. He hit that big 5-0 mark. I like it. Finally, he's getting active. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Okay, where would we be without BG? Okay, and I just want for the the fans out there, I just want y'all to understand that in his 11th season, BG is finally about to on on track to hit double digit marks for sacks. Okay, he's had seven sacks so far. We're talking about a former first round pick who was labeled a bust, had a major uh, injury his his rookie year, was buried in the depth chart, had a D line coach who didn't like him, and now he's come out and he's actually been the best player on both ends of the field uh, this entire season for us. He has come through big each and every game that we needed him, and, I, and I'm just so happy for. him. His success. I really hope he makes it to the Pro Bowl. And, and y'all remember, and for those out there who don't remember, he yep. was drafted in the yep. same class. And they always Pro compare Tom. him to him out here, and, and look, look who's doing what. Correct. And but keep in mind, though, guys. All right. I don't believe I'm about to say this, but I wish the brother the best, and I hope to see him yes. in his first yes. Pro Bowl. God damn, y'all gotta make up. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta, y'all gotta squash yeah, that. No hell. Over there. hell. Nope, 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 nope. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't gonna <laughs> go down that road, guys. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't gonna even talk about yeah, so, that. Yeah, so, so, all right, so let's let's keep it going with with other defensive players that I felt was really good. I even actually thought, you know, I didn't even realize Slay got hurt and and had to come out because the cornerbacks held it down. Amari Cooper had no catches. Um, I don't believe. Gallup did anything. I didn't hear CD Lamb's name called at any point during the night. So I really thought that the cornerbacks really, really did a good job. But you know what, guys? You already know my nickname. You know, I got to keep Rouge. There you go. All right, thank you. So listen, guys, we, we, we sitting here acting like the mm-hmm. Cowboy offense's ass, okay? If Dak Prescott was there yesterday, True. Yeah. they would have whipped our ass. So, now, you also got to look at the fact that they they had Zeke in the Wildcat, right. like, yeah. what, five or six times yesterday? And the only reason they did right. that no, was because true. they don't believe They had so Rico. many guests. And that was part of the thing that really pissed me off yesterday, is that, like, Clearly, one team was reeling. One team really, really needed this win and had to go out all stops and do a bunch of trick plays to win. And yet, you couldn't tell on the field that it was Dallas and not the Eagles by the way that it played. By the way that it played, you would think we're the ones who were so desperate for a win that's reeling and that can't even get their shit together because it, it was just so chaotic out there. 
Yeah, but you also got to look look at this too, Steph. There was a little bit of a scare, guys. And what I mean by that, if you notice, yeah. Dallas started running the ball. Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard like, oh, actually shit. had some good, some good. Didn't I say Tony? I told so, you Tony Pollard would come. You in. did, you did, John. I the most. Yeah, you did, you did, mm-hmm. John. I give you credit to that. So what's crazy? I'm up here watching the game. I'm like, and this is before they started running, right? I'm saying to myself, imagine if McCarthy wound up just getting a little bit of brain and use these motherfuckers to their best ability. And what happened? Mm-hmm. He started running the goddamn ball. Yeah. We couldn't stop the run. I said, all right, here we go. And you see in Zeke picking up six yards, seven yards, eight yards, and it was consistent. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Then yeah. you bring in Pollard, and he's doing the same shit. And I'm like, man, then all of a sudden, they went back to Uncle back. Rico, and it stopped. But think think about this, guys. No, it's Imagine true. At one particular point in, in the in the game, I think right before we had our that turnover for a touchdown, they were running a ball on us, and we really I thought they was about to get into yeah. uh, scoring territory. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. Oh hell, fucking no! Yeah. Oh hell, fucking no! Because no. at this point, I think we're up what 15-9. It's still in the third quarter, and I'm like, I, I don't feel comfortable. I don't I don't like this lead that we have. Um, but when they started to throw the ball that's when you could you could see the pass rush getting there yeah i agree but wait 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 guess what guess what i just noticed something i forgot to say to y'all we just and and so dumb of yeah. me not to even mention this y'all ready for this yes! he, came out, he came out at, at when we right before we punted but then he, he stayed in yeah he, he, he did pull up, but then but what <laughs> he came back the next series. <laughs> I was like, but wait, wait, wait. What did I say though? I said give him like yeah. the second. He I said, what, about second there. I think I was like, yo, this, this is, dude played the, the whole most game. annoying part. The and most annoying part is that of course he looked good. They have uh, the who did they have on the on the other side? They were rotating um um Randy Gregory and Alden, uh, Alden Smith. On the on the left side, like like I I really didn't see too much going on over there, and and you know I even thought Jordan Mulata did all right after that one sack by Demarcus Lawrence, which Demarcus Lawrence is a beast, you know he's always gonna get hit. Um, he hit him with the crazy swim move. Right, right. So 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 other than that, I thought he held his own. So to to, to me, um, all that means to me honestly is that Jason Peters isn't going anywhere, guys. I mean, let's, let's be real. <laughs> that. What, what that game will show you and show no. uh, the coaches is that uh, Jordan Mulata is a good swing tackle, and that's he'll, what he'll be until they get it in their heads and, and get JP the fuck out of here. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I was a little bit nervous, though, because before the game, remember, they – the camera put the they put the camera on Demarcus. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He, was, but he, he was praying. Yeah, he was like, yeah. man, I'm gonna take it he to these goddamn people, yo. Like, and you know he yep. hate the Eagles oh, just yeah. as much as we hate his ass. All right, so yeah, I, I I noticed that. But JP, once again, the Scrooge give you credit. 
You survived right, the game. Right, right. Let's see. Let's see how you do against the Giants. The Giants actually have a better D line than the than the Cowboys. So let's see if you can hold up against them before I give you any real real credit. But um, but I really I really liked the way way the the defense was played. But but I still have some some concerns overall. But yeah. I still but I thought but I thought they did what they needed to do because my key to the game, as y'all know, was how the defense was going to play because to me, this should not be a game that Ben DiNucci had any chance of feeling confident in. And for the most part, they they held up well. We, I was a little bit nervous when, when they when they had, you know, scored nine and, and we had seven, but but that was more because of us than it was because of them, yeah. you know, and that goes just back to, to Carson and Doug's right. stupid decision-making as if we're a desperate team that needs to go out there and play hero ball instead of a steady confident team that can just you know pound a bad team and then and to me it's, it's so crazy like we play down to the bad teams and we go above and beyond to the good teams it just it just doesn't make sense to me yeah it, it, it don't make sense and 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 steph and john i don't know if you guys seen it earlier but i tweeted something right i mm. actually tweeted carson wentz himself i um, what's what's the cat name? Dan something. Yeah, yeah. He's from yeah. So that's you yeah. know that's Carson number one fan right there. Besides Ike and Philly, all right. When 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 Dan gets upset at Carson and put yes, it out there, it's true. you gotta listen. <laughs> all right. So I I tweeted Carson. I said, dude. Now if your number one fan is mad at you and telling you. You got to get your shit right and, and stop telling the world you got to do better. I told Carson, here's what you need to do. Since you a hunter, you need to tell your wife, I'll be back. I'm going to take me an hour and a half drive. Go put on a straw hat or some shit. <laughs> get yourself a bottle of water and take a long ass drive somewhere next to a lake and sit down on some Will Smith shit on uh, Men in Black and fucking sit there for a day right. or two and think about some shit. Get your shit back. right, bro. He, like, really like, he, really, he really need to have a come. Yeah, See, honestly, honestly, and, and I don't know if it's why he has, he's played better in the second half, but he needs to have these come to Jesus moments with himself and recognize that at this particular stage in the game, with the type of team that, that, that he has, that he needs to stop looking for the home run every <laughs> single time and take the first base hit or the second base hit that comes, okay? At the end of the day, that um that anonymous Alshon criticism that, that came um, last year had some had some valid points to it, which was you don't always have to be the only one on the field doing 110%, 100% of the time. Now, when it works, like against the Ravens and this and that, it's great. It's great. We love it. But when you're playing a bad team, you don't need to do that. And that's, that's true. pretty much yeah, true. Um, all the true. time we have for that particular segment. All right. So, guys, again, if y'all like what you hear, please subscribe to our channel. Uh, follow us at 3birds underscore N underscore A underscore Punt on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Spotify, what? Apple, and Anchor for all the good Eagles content because we are three passionate fans who just love to talk to Eagles and give you the real uh, the real truth of what's going on. So so now, guys, let's, let's talk about it. We, we mentioned tomorrow november 3rd it's election day go vote go vote go vote but but not only is go it election vote. day it's also trade deadline day in the nfl so we've already got some trades that have been flying around here what do you guys would like to see from the eagles uh by the end of the trade deadline tomorrow so so don't call me crazy guys <laughs> but but i am crazy but only on the day that ended wise 
Mm-hmm. There you go. So, <laughs> so check this out, right? Wouldn't it be amazing, man, that we wake up tomorrow, have a cup of coffee, eat our breakfast or whatever, and we turn on ESPN or, you know, uh, Comcast Sportsnet, and we see breaking news, Eagles traded second round pick to the New England Patriots for <laughs> Stephon Gilmore. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Bro, that would never happen. In Man. your dreams, they take Jay, Jay Jaw for, I... for Stephen, uh, Stephen Gilmore. Man, listen. Yeah. We can dream, I, right? I, I hear you when you say that crazy part because that's a, that's, a that's a crazy trade. But, but, but the, the stay the stay on topic. What would you guys do to, to inquire him wow, from that's a good question. the Patriots? Because yeah, what would you do? Okay, Who to be honest, pray, Steph? if if I'm if I'm gonna give up um, somebody for for Stephen Gilmore and get myself two lockdown corners, um, I'd give up Malik Jackson. To be honest, I think I think they could probably benefit. They need actually, to be honest, they need wide receivers. So I might even give up Dallas Goddard. No way. Yeah. No, I would. I would. Oh, I'd give no. up. I'd give up because hey, nope. because look, nope. Dallas nope. last nope. night. What did what did he have? He had one one for fifteen. Okay. And and I like I like Dallas. I like the kid. He he he's great. But I've yet to be convinced that he's gonna be a true TE one. He's a great blocking tight end. And we know that up there in New England they love TEs. So so I'd give I'd give up and, and of course if we had Zach. I talked to them about Zach, but Zach's injured. So whatever, who else do we have? Dallas. So, I want so let me Goddard. let me say Goddard this to you. I didn't receive before he got hurt. Yes. Yeah, I say, I say, hell to the, hell to the, H really double hockey sticks. No. <laughs> yes, I'm not giving up Dallas Goddard. Hell no. Because here's the thing. Keep in mind. The Eagles is not paying Zach Ertz. Right. Okay, he's not. They're not going to do it. And once Howie Roseman's mind, right? But you up, didn't ask me that. You asked problem. me, would you okay. give up for Stephen Gilmore? So if I, yeah. if I thought I, I did. Okay, Stephen so, Gilmore was gettable, okay. and I was looking at my my asset sheets, and I'm trying to figure oh, okay. out I got, what I got what you. do I, I have that's tradable okay. at this particular nah, point in time. You you absolutely right. If if, I, I, if okay, Zach were healthy, right. I trade Zach. But Zach's not healthy, so we have to look at who else. Could we? Feel, I'm but, not trading. I'm, I'm not trading Miles. Trade they don't Barnett? need to run it back because that has no value at the position. Yeah, I would trade Derek, Derek Barnett. Barnett. No, Derek Barnett yep. has not even played well. Yep. So, like, what would they even? They would I never give up Stephen Gilmore for for. They would take. I swear, the I only two trade. good players right now on our team that that's that's tradable is Malik Jackson and and Dallas Goddard. Just be real. I would give up. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I would do. I would give them a two. Derek Barnett. Okay. And, I okay. and, Jay, and JJ. I like that. I like that. No. I ain't going to give him. I hate to say it, but I ain't going to give him that goddamn much. I'm already giving them no, a no, two. No, no, no. I'll give him a, give him a five, JJ, Alshon, and Barnett. I'll give him a five. And then you give me back Gilmore and a third. Right, right. I like and a that. Future, future third. They, they not he's gonna give you a third dog they already give, give me a, give me a, a fifth he's give in the me future a fourth, give me a fourth and a six they not gonna even give, they not gonna even give you a fourth right. yeah, yeah, I take a five, five I take a five this year and then a four next year right or no no listen four. I'd be willing I'd be willing to give up um 
a three and a five just for Stephen Gilmore alone. And maybe don't even have to give up any players for real because because right now the um the Patriots need to shed contract. So we're taking on what he's like the highest defensive pl- uh, whatever right now. And that's why that's why they and that's why I believe they're going to trade him. And this is what I'm saying. So and even though you know they can dangle him in front of everybody, and like you said, right? you know his salary is a motherfucker, right? But at the same time, they know what they got in him. Right? He's a defensive player of the year. Okay, so they're not going to right. take the third for him, Steph. That's not going to happen. All right, it's either it's either you giving up a one or a two, or you adding some heads to that. They not taking no. But if I give him, listen, if I give him a three, a five, and a player, I think that that's a sweet deal for Stephen Gilmore in a in a six. I don't know, yo. That's kind of steep. I don't know. No, you see, to me, think, to me, John? I mean, yeah. What do you feel like, John? I can see a three and a five, but then they'll probably ask for like a fourth next year, like a second or something. And, yeah, and I'm, not I'm, giving up, I'm not giving up any. Like, I'm not giving up any draft picks next year. Yeah. And you know Howie Roseman is not giving right. up no damn draft and, picks. And bro. the thing is, the thing he is, to me, no- to me, I, I, I don't have as much value on draft picks because we don't draft well. So, so, so I would rather to be to be completely one hundred percent honest. I would rather give up a first round or a second round pick for a proven player because I know that we'll actually get more production out of that player than any person that Howie could reasonably pick at the number one or the number two spot. And y'all can really back me up on that one. That that if we look at some of these second round picks that Howie has chosen, other than uh, Dallas and Miles, and he's and he's had. M- way more of he's had like six second round picks and only two of them are actually doing well so so things like that to me just be like well what is the point of the value of these picks when how we draft terribly at these values i'd rather give up the those rounds and he does better at the at the end like he has way more there's way more fifth six seven round player on, on our team than first and second round player the undrafted the undrafted track record that this this Staff has is uncanny. Exactly, exactly. So that to me tells me that we don't know how to fucking draft. So, yep. so might as well just give those shit away then. So, but here's the thing, though, Steph, and I agree with you 100. But you got to keep in mind when how we make trades. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. He don't give you a long contract if right. you make a trade. Yeah. He, you're a rental. He don't right. give yeah. a fuck who you are. You can, you can bring Steph, Steph uh, Stephon Gilmore in here. And and you already know the, the work he do, but you know what? He ain't gonna sign him to that big ass deal. Like hell and no. he I'm he like, made I'm the mistake one- of doing something he that was totally uncharacteristic of himself and giving Alshon that guarantee money. That was the biggest. Yes, mistake it was so yes, stupid. He he did that for for to get cap relief for a trade that he never that he never pulled the trigger on. Like things mm-hmm. like that has just been mind boggling. But yep. but but what I would say. You you say he never gives contracts, but he he traded for Slay and then signed that man to a three year contract extension. It was a part of the deal. So so, so I mean, to that's, me, that's so to Slate, me, I, 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 that's I, I, that's I but Golden Tate, when we got Golden Tate, we already knew what it was. Right, it was a rental. It was a rental. Okay, absolutely, but he he felt like he, and this is the aggressive mentality that I think all all that runs throughout this building for for who knows the fuck why. 
he had an idea that we needed a receiver, and he was right. He just chose the wrong receiver. Had he gotten us Amari Cooper, we would have been in a much better position than him just shelling out that third for, yeah. for Golden Tate, who didn't want to be here, who didn't know he was doing, and my girl couldn't integrate him into the fucking offense, okay? Like, like if that is the, the, the telling quote of this entire tenure in, the, in, in Philadelphia, is we can't integrate a wide receiver into our offensive scheme. I agree, y'all. Right. Now, Volcom can ball out, you know. And, and, and honestly, Golden Tate is about to get traded off the Giants anyway. So, yeah. so to me, it's just whatever. That's just, again, it just tells me that Howie is bad at drafting. So, like, why? who even cares about the first two third-round picks because he's terrible at it anyway? Like, what was Donnell Pumphrey? Yo, so real quick, real quick. Let me give y'all another We Can Dream okay. thing. This is the trade deadline. Just, just, just to make everybody have a little, you know, laugh real quick. Imagine tomorrow, if once again we wake up, have a cup of coffee, eating cakes, whatever it is we eating, and we get another breaking news flash. Right? Yeah. Ready for this? Eagles trade their number one pick to the coach <laughs> for Frank. <laughs> I'd be down for that. I'd be, no, no, no. You know what I would like to wake up to? You know what I would like to wake up to tomorrow? Eagles trade Alshon Dressy for practically anything to anyone. Get him off my team. I'm done. I'm tired of it. I'm over it. He's a waste of money. He's a waste of space. I, 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 he's done nothing. He's, he's contributing nothing. Thank you. Thank you, Alshon, for the Super Bowl. Thank you, for you, you had an amazing catch. You, you was out there balling, but you have done nothing but be a drag on my team for the past two years, and I'm sick of you. Man, but you know what, yo, and, and I and I gotta defend him a little bit because without no, 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 you're right. You're Thank you for the memory. I appreciate that. Get off my team. Even the season after with Foles <laughs> almost beating the Saints to get to get back. Yeah, yes, yeah, but, like, but, but after but after team. he dropped well, that after he dropped that ball and it was intercepted, everything has just gone downhill for Ashan, and I just. I don't. I just don't see it anymore. He he he. No, he gives me nothing. And if he really feels the way he feels about Carson, honestly, he needs to go. He, yeah. he really. He, I don't want him tainting these young guys. I yeah. don't want him getting in their head, filling them with shit, and, and having the level of, of of discord that he has with Carson. I'm 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 here to tell you guys. Um, you can take this to the bank. I'll shine. Better not be. I, I really believe. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be here, but you know, let me be the first to say to you, yes, Alshon Jeffries, thank, thank you for your service. For all the for the years that you was here, thank you for giving me a title. For that man, I will yes, I will we be had one good year you. and I, I really appreciate it. And um, okay. thank you and uh good luck to you, bro. Peace. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yo, nope, I'm really not. I really <laughs> don't care. He can go. So, okay, um, and if y'all want to hear more of how I feel about these things, please, please, please hit that subscribe button, uh, like us, follow us on at 3birds underscore n underscore a underscore punt on Twitter, all right, let's get into it, so, 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 like the Eagles, we are going to be going on a little bit of a break, okay, we're heading into the bye week, 
okay, this is the time for rest, relaxation, to contemplate why the fuck is Carson throwing, turning over the ball at such alarming rates. So, so, so let's after we reflect, um, we can get back to to some of the upcoming opponents. Okay, we got we got three pretty good games coming up against uh, the Giants, against the Browns, and against the Seahawks. So I want to know how you how you guys feel about where we should be uh, positioned for for after the bye. I oh. I I I I believe that well us mm-hmm. taking this mental right. break because that's what it is. Okay. Um we get some some people back. I believe that's gonna help us big time. Um I think mm-hmm. we can beat Cleveland because OD, I said OD, right. Odell is no longer there. He um I think we can go. I mean, I don't think okay. we're gonna beat the Giants again, but we is oh, not okay. beating the damn oh, Seahawks. Not home week twelve. That don't mean nothing. Right, hold that, up that now. Mean, hold up now. We, what home field advantage have we had? I don't know. We, we, yeah. Dogs run faster. I don't know. We play at home. I don't know. Listen, listen, John. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually in your your thought process. I actually do think we might have to up. We can upset the Seahawks, but 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 not because of no damn home advantage. Okay. Revenge. Revenge. Yes. Yes, revenge, yeah, revenge listen. for knocking Carson out the game because that game, that playoff game, had Carson not been cheat shotted out of that playoff game, we would have won that game because we was moving the ball on them. Let me, let me, let me. True, no. <laughs> let me tell y'all something right now, yo. If you guys really believe in the back <laughs> of your mind, all right, that. We gonna beat we the beat damn them. Seattle Seahawks. We can, we can we beat them. Y'all, listen, we can. their defense—they're beatable. Not good. You shut no, down no, no, lock no. it. You they're shut down DK. The, Seah- yeah. the Seahawks are absolutely beatable. Now, I agree with John. Their defense is not have that we, good. Have, have we beat Russell Wilson? Have we beat um? No, Russell not Wilson yet. yet. Yes or no? So close. Okay. okay, here's another thing. Here's another thing. <laughs> You got right. Slay on DK, right? Okay. Who's on mm. Tyler? Tyler? <laughs> Avante Maddox. Avante Maddox. Really, yo? No, no, no. Really? Listen. listen, yeah, that, listen, dude, listen that dude. Listen. That dude I, yeah, Tyler, Tyler Lock is so underappreciated. That dude is a beast. Yes, he is. Dude, listen. Listen. It sounds good, and we Eagle fans, and, and I love you for it. I do. I really do. What? <laughs> no, listen, 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 listen. This is this is what I have to say. This is what I have to say. I'm not gonna be out here and gonna yep. say that that Russell Wilson isn't gonna put up numbers on us. Even though the last time we played them, Jim actually had a good game plan, and and they only scored like what like 13 points. It was a completely winnable game. Um, if Carson isn't knocked out, what I will say is the Seahawks' defense is bad. Okay, the fact that the Arizona Cardinals could go out there and put up some big points against them. Um, wait, wait, wait. Arizona no, is Seattle. I don't really Seattle. know about that. I don't know about that. I don't Yo, know. About I know that. about that. They, about they that got somebody. But, but they got somebody by the name I think, of Newt. I think the defense is actually beautiful. And and again, from what I can tell, from what I can tell, the Eagles get up for these big games. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's a night game. If I recall correctly, we're playing Seattle at home at Monday night. night. Monday night. I I I like I like our odds. We. 
We just played and Dallas. We won. Sunday and we night. won. Listen, it was ugly. It was ugly. Okay. It was disgusting. What? I hated every minute of it, but we won. So, so all I'm gonna say, all God. I'm gonna say, and honestly, God. this is the way I have it. I actually have it a completely backwards from you, uh, with um every single game we've played after the bye in Doug Peterson's career, we've lost. We've lost. So, lost. the best team we could play Correct. after the bye is the Giants. Because if there was ever a game we could we could break this curse, it would be that one. But I actually have us losing that Giants game. Yes, we're going to lose to the Giants. We're going to win against the Browns. And then we're going to go and upset the Seattle Seahawks. I'm putting it in there. The I'm booking it right now. You will. So, you booking it, right, Steph? You booking it. Okay, so guys, y'all heard y'all heard my partner say Look she's booking it. this win, okay, against the. So let let me give you a a a a a, 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 a news flash, okay. Seattle defense ain't like it's not right. Legion of Boom type no more. We know this, okay. But guess what? They okay. are not dollars. That's right, but and they have to call Adams too. Oh lord, you 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 think if 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 Dallas front. Did what they did at Carson and shipping. What the fuck? I'm looking at how Carson played against the Steelers. I'm looking at how Carson played against the Ravens. Those are two legit top t- top defenses. And look how they played each other last night. And you can see what Carson put the numbers that Carson put up against them. And I absolutely think he could do the exact same thing to the Seattle Seahawks. And by the time we seen the Seahawks. Jalen Rager is going to have a couple of games under his belt. There, that connection is going to be off the charts. We're going to have Miles Sanders back. We're going to have Lane back. We're going to have Dallas um, um, hopefully going to be in for a few games. We'll finally hopefully have some continuity on that offensive line. Yes, actually, I'm expecting a shootout, and I expect us to win that shootout. Well, guess what? Once again, I'll say it again. Yeah. Pass it. <laughs> Whatever, whatever y'all guys got, whatever you two are smoking on right now, okay, I need, Scrooge. I need listen, it. Like, listen, now, listen, listen to the game Seattle has the lowest pass rush win rate out of mm. the entire NFL, 32nd okay. overall. They just require Carlos Dunlap they, from the Bengals. Dallas, but they're not Dallas. They had Jamal guys. Adams. Mm. Listen, listen, listen. Exactly. That's one, that's one, that's Dallas. one guy, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the little linebackers good. Listen, I can guarantee you Miles Sanders is scoring on these holes. We can definitely count on one one big ass Miles win. Uh, 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 sorry, Miles run. We can at least count on. Let's let's give it. Mm, okay, we we were in the red zone. What like six times in that Eagles playoff game? I can get. We can get to the end zone to the red zone four times. No matter what. I can tell that at different particular points of the game, Doug is able to move the ball down the field. And we're usually money in the red zone. So, I yes, I actually see us falling out. I actually see us playing very well against the Seahawks. We match up in prime time. pretty well with them. Well, good luck with that shit because I'm telling y'all now, not only are we losing, the game right. that shit well, we will see. We will see. The game after you know. that Seattle game is at Green Bay. And they going with our yeah, ass because that's a revenge game. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers going to set. He, listen, what what what's, what's Stephen A. Uh, Smith calling that's a, a bad, bad man, man over there? <laughs> yeah, 
listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if you guys don't believe that that shit ain't in Aaron Rodgers' head for what they did last year, you got another thing coming because Devontae Adams was scorching us until right, he got he hurt was. last year. And you better believe that Aaron Rodgers is fiending. Yeah, but he that's is, why we he got bloodthirsty. That's why we got Slay, though. That's why we got Slay, because they don't have no other receiver other than Devontae Adams. Marcus Valdez-Scantling's nice. Yeah, Scantling, Scantling's coming along, but they're looking for yeah. receivers, so obviously he ain't giving them what he oh, like. And, 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 and you know what? Out for the the running back... Alan Lazard's out for the year, too. Alan Lazard was the leading receiver for the Packers before we went down. So I, I, got, I got something for you. They, they might be looking at... Um, Island right, Robinson exactly, trade, exactly. Bro. So, so they're looking. So we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't see, I don't see the Bears um, trading in, in, in to their division rivals in season because they still have to yep. play them, and I don't, I don't see that happening. But, but that just tells you that they're in need for something down the field, and they got good running backs. But you know what? I'm not scared of the fucking Packers. They, they got run oh, on. They gosh. got run on by the one and six fucking Minnesota Vikings. If you don't Cook think Sanders is gonna put his foot in the ass of that defense, Steph. I don't know what to tell. Hey Steph, you already got us beat in Seattle, so you finna tell me we're gonna go all the way to where That's it's cold as shit. Zero That's below. because Carson loves those games. Yeah. Carson is gonna be home. He's gonna be close to home. He's, He's gonna be close okay. to home. He loves the cold weather games. He loves to play in that condition. He he's close to that. He, okay. he, he knows that stadium. That's a that's a that's a stadium very dear to him because they, they all play over Man. there. I guarantee you, listen, listen, listen. This I'm I'm booking it right now. Loss against the Giants. Win against the Browns, win against the Seahawks, win against the Packers, loss against the Saints. We cannot beat the Saints to save that's our lives. That's, game. that's the Malcolm Jenkins reunion game. Yes, that's the Malcolm Jenkins reunion game at home. Revenge. We're going to bust their ass that game. Not giving him a new contract like he should have. We're going to beat gonna the shit out of the Saints. Wait, wait, score, score alert. Y'all can't, I, I, I'm here to tell y'all the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Wayne Gallman was doing his thing. I was watching it. All right, but but wait, but the Bucks is our that the Bucks is about to score. They're in the oh, okay. uh, red zone. Well, right now. you know what? Like I said, like I yeah. said, I could I could see a situation. Listen, if the Giants beat the Bucks, we're getting our ass whooped the next time. They're gonna have all the confidence <laughs> in the world. They just beat Tom Brady, it'll be their Super Bowl. So but wait, so so you telling me we're gonna get our ass beat by the Giants, who I said that we're gonna crush. But we gonna be play up for the good Seattle team because because we play up to the good teams and we play down to the bad ones. Correct. Guess what? I, I'm here. I'm here to tell you, Aaron Rodgers is better than Ben Roethlisberger and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But I still, I still, still gonna get put money on Miles and Carson to win that He's game. Still gonna get robbed. Y'all, y'all, yep. Listen. Still. Yo, y'all. My brain is coming out of my right now. Sorry, can't go to Adam, me, and John, me and John are on the same boat with this one. We we can see the tree leaves. Well, well, guess what? So, listen, when them two games play, when them motherfuckers lose, I want y'all to go on air and let everybody know. I want y'all to say, whip. That's <laughs> right, yo. All right, all I'm right. Well, you can book it. You'll hear it. You'll hear it here first, folks. <laughs> if, if. We happen to lose to the Seahawks and the Packers. We will definitely uh, milk Copa, oh, milk Copa. You will. 
to 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 whip you out know. here for 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 his Scrooge predictions. But 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 again, I I see it differently, and we'll we'll see because we have we have a little ways to go before we see those games. And um, again, guys, this has been three birds and a punt. I am one of your co-hosts, Stephanie. I'm here with my friends John and Whip. Say hi, say bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Y'all have a good night. But real quick. I, I got to state this one more time. Tomorrow is the biggest election yeah. of our lifetime. I cannot stress this enough. I need everyone that's in the sound of my voice or, or you know what I mean. I need y'all to get up, put your coats on, get your earphones together, full, a fully charged phone, go get one of those uh, phone charges, stand in line. Yes, please vote. exercise your I right mean, to vote. We, we've come so far. Uh, let's keep moving. Let's keep progressing forward. And again, we are Three Birds and a Punt. Follow us at Three Birds underscore N underscore A underscore Punt on Twitter. You can follow me personally on Twitter. My name is Stephanie. I'm at Afranawa. Uh, John and Whip, let them know where to follow y'all. Hey, thank you for tuning in. You can follow me at Johnny, uh, John Monroe Jr. on Twitter. And this is Whip. You can follow me on Twitter at All According right. to Whip. All right. This has been Three Birds and a Punt. Have a good night, y'all. Peace. Good night.